Today, what are we talking about? Today we're talking about uh, four ways to make the word work for you, four simple keys yeah. to ensuring that the word works for you. Yeah. And I'm yeah. excited because, you know, like, we all know that the word works, yeah. Yeah. but sometimes, you know, we, we can kind of be going and wondering, like, is it working, you know, different things like yes. that. But the word, the word is clear. It shows us, yes. you know, how we can walk in victory in everything that we yes. put our hands to do. And yeah. uh, I'm excited. So, you know, one of the things that you'll see is this is a promise that God has made. He's mm-hmm. given us a promise. Yeah. And there's very specific things in mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 4. Put this in the comments. Proverbs chapter 4, mm-hmm. verse 20 through 22. And let's read those verses real quick. Uh, Marky, will you read those verses, verse 20 through 22? Yeah. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. Amen. So look at this promise here. Give attention to my words, incline mm-hmm. your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Mm-hmm. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them. When you get the word of God, life is produced. Yeah. Now this is a promise from God. It can't be broken. Yeah. The issue is the condition is what are we doing with his word yeah. and are we are we receiving it? They are life to them who find them and his word is health mm-hmm. to all of their body. Yeah. All of their body. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we will have fullness of life which goes into every area of life. It's yeah. not just talking about health in general. Mm-hmm. It's going into every area of life. So you'll have fullness and provision. Mm-hmm. Fullness in protection, mm-hmm. fullness in a restoration if you need yeah. restoring in things. You have the fullness of God in every area of your mm-hmm. life, including your health. Yeah. And yeah. how do we get that? How do we walk in this fullness? Mm-hmm. It's very, very simple. Yeah. He says, look, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my <laughs> sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight and keep them in the midst of your heart. So I want you to see here four things, four things that I want you that I want you to see. And you have them right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four things are number one, give attention to my word. So give attention to my word or attend to my word. Attend to my word. Yeah. So think about that like if you're <laughs> attending to a garden. Mm-hmm. That means you have to give, you have to give attention to it. You can't just let it sit. Yeah. You're actively doing something yeah. with it, right? Yeah. You're you're making it important yeah. in your life. You're tending to it. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is this. You see, attention to my word, it says, incline my ear to your sayings, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I need I need to listen to what you're saying. We're going to go into mm-hmm. these in a little bit of detail, but I just want you to see the simplicity of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do not let them depart from your sight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you know, listen see, and then the last thing, the fourth thing is keep them in the midst of your heart. So let's put these in one, two, three, and four. Put it in just as one comment. One is give attention to, uh, or let's just put it like this. Give attention to the word, one. Two, listen to the word. Mm -hmm. Listen to the word. Three, look at the word. Mm -hmm. Three, look at the word, and four, keep the word in your heart. Keep the word. So one, give attention to the word of God. 
Two, listen to the word. Three, look at the word. And four, keep the word in your heart. Now, it's really interesting because I want you to see this. When we tend to something, right, we're giving our, our action to it is one thing. I put down mind. It, it is give attention to or tend to it. But, but one of the things it's saying is let the word, let the word actually produce action in you. Let the word produce attending of it. In other words, faith without works is dead. Faith mm-hmm. without action is dead. In other words, let the word move you to action. Yeah. Okay. Tend to it. So you could put that as one. Let the word move you to action. So that's yeah. your physical action. Okay. Yeah. The second thing is, so that's that's <clears throat> physical action. So it's action. Okay. Yeah. The first one is action. The second one is ears. The third one is eyes. And the fourth one is heart Mm -hmm. or the core of who you are, which is your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have action. We have eyes, ears, and mind. In other words, let the word take a priority in every area of our life, which reminds me of the first commandment. See, God covered this all in the New Testament when he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and strength. In other words, you're gonna you're going to do this with everything that you are. Yeah. Well, this is very interesting because the first thing is to attend to it. So let let's look at each one of them and let's look at so you can see these four things. Give attention to the word, yeah. listen to the word, look at the word, keep the word in your heart. Those yeah. are the four simple actions. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you'll do these things, you'll have life. Yeah. You'll have life. You can't stop it. You'll have life. You'll have life if you'll do these things. And it and it approaches our actions. Mm -hmm. Our it approaches our eyes, our ears, and our mind, the Mm -hmm. heart, the core of who we are. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it's really simple. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, and we're going to see this as we kind of dive in. The truth is, we haven't been doing this not fully. And when we will do that, things will change in our life. How many people you would like for things to change and to get better? All right, let's let's dive in. Amen. Me too. Good. So the first thing is give attention to my words. So that means attend to, right? Mm-hmm. It means to attend to. And one of the things, like I think tending to a garden is a very important thing to take a look at. Yeah. The first thing that we have to do, if we're going to uh, tend to something, then we have to make it a priority in our mind, right? Yeah. So if we're in the first step, attending to or tend to, then we have to make it a priority in our mind. I can have a garden all day long. I can go out and plant it and get it started. But if I don't tend to it throughout the yeah. summer, yeah. I'm not going to have a harvest, Yeah. correct? Yeah. So I can't just start it and then leave it, you know. Yeah. As, as one of my one of my issues that I've had growing up all my life is I would start something, I get bored with it, and then I'd leave it. And the Lord actually talked to me about not just kingdom stuff, but even projects and habits. Mm-hmm. He said, "You need to finish what you start. You need yeah. to pay attention and finish what you start." Mm-hmm. And uh, in other words, tighten down the reins on my flesh that gets bored. Yeah, and Finish it. Mm-hmm. Do it right. Esteem it. Act in excellence. Yeah. Diligently seek him to the end of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. So that's a habit. That's character. So if I'm not going to do that in my projects 
and my fun stuff, I'm probably not going to do it with God either. And so I've got to give attention to it, and I have to tend to it. So, all right, uh, I I can tell you all have stuff. Yeah, well, well, the thing that came came directly to me when you started talking about the garden was the sower sows the word, Mm -hmm. you know, the the parable of the sower. You know, the the whole context of it is the word, and we're talking about how to make the word work. And when the sower sows the word, basically what it's talking about is is the ground that it falls on is dependent on how the ground has been tended yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yes, know? that's like, right. Because it's yeah. it's the fertile ground. It's the the, the the soft soil, the soil that's already gotten the rocks removed that's and right. it's been tended to that's actually fully able to receive the word. That's right. It's the, the rocky ground where it hasn't been tended to, it hasn't been properly tended yes uh that it'll spring up it it might have its moments but it's going to be scorched it's going to be swept up by the enemy the enemy comes immediately steal the seed of the word basically tending you know when you tend to that soil that that allows the word to actually produce in our lives yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's good yeah amen well i like just from the just from right from the bat when you immediately started this what really stuck out to me is how you're the, the verse that talks about how the word gives life. Yes. I think it's it's where I've been is kind of in the and stuck in the rut of of thinking very logically and mentally yeah. and wanting my mind to wrap, wanting to my flesh wanting to live a very uh, like a mentally based life. So the way that then that happens, what, what would happen with the word is then the word would start to kind of be a logical thing. Yeah, not yeah. a supernatural. Yeah. Thing yes. that gives life. Yes. That's that's God breathed. Yes. So what's yeah. exciting for me, what you're talking about right now, is this is a supernatural book with supernatural words. Yes. It's not a logical yeah. thing of okay, I'm gonna just read some good words and gonna, yeah. they're gonna alter my actions some mm-hmm. or no, like this is life changing. Yes, so. that's right. Well, and I think looking at so so look at it again like a garden. Look at it again like a garden. Um, what's the purpose of a garden? To produce a harvest, mm-hmm. to produce fruit. Yeah. Yeah. The word should produce fruit. Yeah. And so if we're tending to it and we're giving attention to the word, our, what God's telling us is your whole focus is to get the produce mm-hmm. out of the word. Yeah. In other words, so even if we're, uh, here's what I'm saying. In, in other words, no matter what situation you find yourself in, if you're not having any production from the Word, you're not seeing provision, you're not seeing health and healing, you're not seeing protection from the Word, you're not getting revelation out of it, then start tending to it until you start getting some fruit. Yeah. What if you are getting some fruit? Then tending to it is, let's turn it into more. Yeah. And let, what if you have great fruit coming out of the Word? Yeah. Then continue and believe God for more. Yeah. It's always on the increase. Yeah, like there's true. not a limit to God. Yeah. So no matter who we are, if we're going to tend to the word, then we are, uh, watch this, we are taking the steps necessary mm-hmm. to produce more. Yeah. So please put that in the comments. Tending to the word is proactively taking the steps necessary to produce more. Yeah, it reminds me of one of our first conversations that we had where I was uh, I was very focused on okay what is God's perfect will what mm-hmm. is his and I okay I want to do his perfect will just this 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 and then I um, but then I I kind of started to get this sense like but but maybe it's it, it's more than that maybe I can actually 
um, kind of choose my productivity. And yeah. I, I didn't know that the Lord had already given you a lot of revelation on that. So I started right. talking to you about that. And you were like, yes, that's biblical. And, and you can yeah. explain it better than I can. But it reminds me of that conversation. Of yeah. Not everybody has the same, uh, is it fruit of righteousness? Or what, what was that verse? Well, it, in 2 Corinthians 9, it talks about that you will increase the harvest of your righteousness. And so everybody is righteous, but not everybody has the same harvest. Yeah. And God's whole point of putting those verses in there was yeah. to increase the harvest of yeah. your righteousness, which is either verse 8 or verse 10. I believe it's, um, uh, it's 8 or 10. And um, so 2 Corinthians 9, 8 or 9, 10, somebody can look it up and, and tell me. But everybody has righteousness if they're in Christ, but every, not everybody has the same harvest. God very much wants us to increase. The whole yeah. reason he wrote that yeah. verse is for us to see, in me you can increase. And so as we humble ourselves and submit ourselves to God's way, yeah. you see then James chapter 4 and 1 Peter chapter 5, that grace and greater grace is given. And then you take that grace back to 2 Corinthians 9, and when you employ grace, that's how you increase the harvest. Yeah. So yeah. for example... Um, I may have, a, somebody asked me over the weekend, they were like, Brian, how do you do what you do? How do you do that? I said, well, it's, it didn't just happen overnight. We do a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things going on. We, we are very productive here, right? I don't like saying busy. Uh, busy is, I think, how a lot of people would do it, but I don't want to confess busy. But yeah. um, we are very productive busy here. Busy doesn't mean productive. Yeah, busy... You could be busy and, and wear yourself out, but not producing anything. Yeah. Activity does not equate to productivity. That's a very important. Put that in the comments. Activity does not equate to productivity. Yeah. Uh, lots of people are active with zero production. Yeah. So, I mean, I can go outside and walk in circles. I can say I was very busy and very active all day, and what did I do? I got dizzy. Yeah. You know, that's about it. Um, that's not producing anything yeah. in the kingdom or for work. Now the issue is that we don't want to just be busy. We don't want to be. We don't want to be. Um, we don't want to just be busy and just be tired. We want to yeah. be productive, yeah. right? Um, so we don't just want to be active. We want to be productive. Well, what we did was I saw these verses. I saw the Lord's wanting all of us to increase because the issue is to whom much is given, much is required. And the question the Lord asked me years ago is, how much have you been given? So I ask that, you know, and put this in the comment. Christian, you know, to any Christian, how much have you been given? And what's the answer? What? Jesus? Yeah. Which, who is everything. Everything, yeah. We've been given everything. everything. So then, how much is required? Everything. everything. Now, that's not something to fret over or get in condemnation, but it. What you should see is the greater promise inside of that is that because we've been given everything, we're required of everything, which means God is required to give us the provision to get everything done. Yeah. You see? So God, is if he's going to hold us accountable, to whom much is given, much is, much is required, then he has to give us the grace to get it done. Yeah. Okay? Now, that's, that, we're not talking about how many hours do you have in a day. That's a physical standard. We're talking about the supernatural power of God to get yeah. things done. Yeah. That you can do 
stuff where people call you and say, Pastor Brian, how are you able to do these things? Mm -hmm. And you can say, by the grace of God. And yeah. it's not just a cop-out. It's mm -hmm. not a cliche. It's literally you are operating at a supernatural level. One of yeah. the best examples I have of that was when I was doing an extended fast, I was so tired physically. I was so tired. I said, Lord, you've got to help me. We started praying. I called the leadership team. I said, I need y'all's prayers. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling right now physically. And the next day I woke up with so much energy. Mm -hmm. I, I got three days worth of work done that morning. I That's mean, awesome. it was amazing. Wow. And, and I hadn't had anything. There was no physical input whatsoever. But wow. there was a supernatural grace of God released because when I made myself available to be used by the Lord, he gave me the grace to get that done, to yeah. empower me to get it done. And so when we look at having a full life and attending to the Word of God, we shouldn't limit ourselves by how many hours we have in the day. That doesn't mean that you don't sleep. That means stop looking at eight hours worth of work as being normal. Believe for the supernatural. Lord, in the same eight hours, you can get more done through yeah. me because I'm going to operate by grace. Yeah. You see, I can, I can get it done and it'll be easy. And so as we gave herself to that way of thinking, yeah. we started to believe that God would give us ways to multiply our time. Mm -hmm. And he would give us an ease in it where even if we did have a long day, we wouldn't be tired, mm -hmm. right? We yeah. wouldn't be tired. We'd be wow. well rested. Mm -hmm. And uh, that goes along with a video that uh, actually uh, Barrett sent out this morning to our leadership team from Brother Tracy talking about how uh, the power, when you're operating in the spirit, you shouldn't get tired because mm. he's the source, Yeah. right? If he's yeah. the source, then why do we get tired in the flesh? Yeah. I remember when I first started preaching, um, I remember when I first started, and if they have any questions, you're going to have to tell me because I'm not, I'm not reading those right now, yes, sir. but I'm flowing by the Holy Ghost. But one of the things that I, and it'll work the same way with knowledge. In other words, do I need more knowledge? Okay, I need more knowledge. I need wisdom. All right, God, supernaturally give me the wisdom that I need to accomplish this task. Yeah. And uh, I was reminded yeah. of that. Remind me to come back to when I first started preaching. But I was reminded of that the other day. Uh, I got this text from a great friend, John Napier, up in uh, West Virginia. And he said, uh, I remembered, he said, you told me a story one time of how you were coaching the soccer team and you needed help. And you asked God, show me how to do this the best. Mm -hmm. And God gave you a strategy and that strategy, we started winning. And we actually went to the championship, did a great job. With uh, soccer. Yeah, with soccer. And, and we didn't win the championship but we almost did. But, and, but you got to understand, I had a team of fifth and sixth graders playing eighth grade boys that were taller than me. And I'm 6'2". Wow. So, I mean, uh, it was legit. These, wow. This was a, a very well-funded team. And I had fifth and sixth graders, and over half of them were girls. They were all boys. And wow. the score was uh, two to one or three to two. We only lost by one point. And they had beat every team the whole year, like 10 to nothing, 13 to one. And they beat us twice at the same thing. When God gave me that strategy, it completely flipped. Actually, I saw fear in the eyes of that team that was so much bigger. They're like, what is happening? Because the strategy that God gave us was so good and so strong. And so John wrote me, he said, I remember when we did that. He said, I was trying to do some work at my house and I couldn't figure out how to do it. He said, God reminded me 
of how you tapped into the grace of God for wisdom wow. and believed him for it. And he gave you a solution. He said, I prayed, I asked the Lord. He said, that night I dreamt about how to do that. And the grace of God gave him the solution and got up the next day and it worked perfectly. And he sent me pictures of what God, God did. That was That's just awesome. last week. So That's awesome. when we operate by the spirit and God's our source, mm -hmm. we can tend to greater things mm -hmm. and produce more yeah. than we've ever produced before. But we yeah. got to see that as capable. Mm -hmm. We can all have the righteousness of God in Christ if yeah. we're born again and know Jesus but we don't all have the same harvest yeah. because we don't apply faith to it the same yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Do okay. you think, uh, just kind of a, a small trail, um, now you guys are very conscious of... Hold that question. Okay, okay. One, one second. <laughs> Let me go back. When I first, because I want to show yeah. you this one more time yeah. about when I first started preaching. You can ask Nicole, the, when we first started Boomerang, and I started preaching every Sunday and every Wednesday at that time, On after Sunday morning, I'd be... They, everybody would be talking. I'd be zoned. I was like, oh. I was so out of it. I was gone. Yeah. I would mm. crash in a nap every Sunday afternoon. Wow. That almost never happens now. Why? Because at that time, I was so in my mind yeah. and in my flesh to preach. And that's what bothered me. That caught my attention. I was like, if I'm operating by the Spirit and God's my source of this, why am I so tired physically? Like, that doesn't make sense to me, right? And so I started focusing on that, and the Lord showed me. He said, because you're operating in the flesh more than you're operating by my Spirit. So I started working on that, flowing by the Spirit. And I can tell when I really flow by the Spirit, because I'll get done, I'll be like, you know, ready to go, you know. I'm, I'm like all jacked up yeah. on the Holy Ghost, you know. Yeah. And then, but if I don't, it's wearing and sometimes it is, sometimes it's like the people are pulling through in that way. But, uh, and I've got, and there's moments I think where you can get tired from going for a long time and every, you, the spirit's flowing through, but I still have a physical body. It's preached for a long time or in the heat or whatever. But, uh, I can remember I was over in uh, Africa last year and, uh, I preached literally my whole suit was soaked. I had the the water had soaked into my leather shoes that far down on my shoes. <laughs> I remember the picture. Yeah. And uh, I got a got a picture of it. It was like a half inch below the edge of the shoe. Just sweat yeah. had soaked the shoe. <laughs> and uh, my whole suit was soaked. I got done. We went out. We went out and got something to eat. I had plenty of energy. Wow. Because you learn to flow by the Spirit. So there's a grace in God that's not limited by the limitations in man. Yeah. And that's his grace to bring about the supernatural. So when we're tending to the word, it, we're tending to it to cause a produce. We've got to tend to it by faith. Mm -hmm. We tend to it empowered by the spirit. We tend to it to produce more of a harvest of what the word wants to bring about. What does the word want to bring about? Life, healing, provision, protection, Miracles, you know, the, the gifts of the Spirit. He wants to bring about a harvest of souls, right? Disciples. That's what he's always bringing about. So we have to look at the fruit of God, make sure that that harvest is always growing because there's always increase in God, and get there by faith. Yeah. Amen. What okay. Was the question? All right. So uh, someone, especially if someone is learning how to have God be their source, um, Something that I know is very important that you and Pastor Nicole do and you, you've, you've taught at the ministry is 
whenever God, uh, whenever someone like compliments you or something like that, yeah. you recognize if you're not the source, then you don't get the glory. Like yeah. if, if someone's like, wow, that's, yeah. you don't, you're not just like, yes, look what, look what I accomplished. Now, if someone's growing in making God their source and they start to see the supernatural in, in their life, yeah. they start to see, wow, I just did something that is not normal. Like the yes. world's normal. And, and if that starts to happen though, and there starts to be some like pride that comes up or like, oh, look at me. If that, is that going to just kind of like quench that? <laughs> well, eventually, yeah, eventually I think it'll stop it. It'll bring it to a complete standstill because he's not going to share his glory, you know, with somebody who doesn't share it with him. Like he wants to give you his glory. He wants to give his glory to you. But that worship is for him, mm -hmm. and he shouldn't share that with with yeah. anybody. You know, we're not worshipped. We shouldn't be worshipped, yeah. and and we see that biblically. He wants to share his glory, but but we shouldn't be worshipped. He yeah. should be worshipped. And so, if you think about it, somebody that would receive, you know, the glory that's intended for God or the worship that's intended for God, they somewhere subconsciously think that they're worthy of it, which is a pride. And yeah. that means that they're not recognizing that God was the source. They yeah. think they were the source of that. And so that's why a lot of people have trouble with money is because they think they earned it. Yeah. Yeah. They think they earned it. They yeah. think that they were the smart one. They were the talented one and God had nothing to do with it. And that's why they don't tithe. That's why they don't give offerings and they don't trust God to be the continued source. So you can give, you can give by grace as well. In other words, Lord, I'm believing, and that's what the whole of 2 Corinthians 9, I love 2 Corinthians 9 because the Lord gave me a revelation on it a few years ago, and it's changed how I think about things. But anyway, if you see that God doesn't have a limited supply even in seed, then I can draw by faith on grace for seed, and he will mm -hmm. and make my heart a sower, be yeah. intentional, and God will put supernatural seed in my hand yeah. instead of just what I think is a limited natural seed. Yeah. So he'll give you supernatural seed. Yeah. I mean, he'll yeah. give you supernatural seed. Yeah. So it's, it, it's one of those things where it's like, man, he will, he will do big things if we'll believe for big things, yeah. but we got to make him our source. Yeah. You know, we can't keep going to the natural. We can't keep going to what makes sense all yeah. the time. We have to hear from him, be obedient to him. And yeah. it's like last night, he told me something last night. It does not make sense. It is not logical, but you know, I'm on it. I'm, I'm heading. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but I'm excited to find yeah. out because yeah. it's going to be big, you know? So, that's yeah, awesome. Amen. Yeah. And I love what you said about when you started preaching, you had to learn. You were so in your head and yeah. it drained you and everything. Because I know that's where I've been. Yeah. So whenever you say stuff like that, I'm like, don't do that. Because yeah. I, yeah. I need to grow in that. This yeah. is, I very much need to grow in that. So I love learning about this right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. And so as we're tending to the word, mm -hmm. we're not tending to it in a natural sense. Yeah. We're drawing supernaturally on the fullness of God's grace yeah. everything that heaven has. Yeah. The full supply of God, the mm. full supply of heaven, yeah. the yeah. full supply of the kingdom mm. yeah. to tend to his word so that it will produce more. Yeah. 
Well, if if you grab that, if you got that, your harvest just grew exponentially. Like your harvest and what you can produce by tending to the word grew exponentially, which means the life that you receive because you're tending to the word, it just grew exponentially as well. And what's cool about that is what you said about the seed. Like it's not even like, okay, what I have for seed is that that will be what my harvest, I mean, my harvest will be more than the seed, yes. but I my harvest is subject to the seed that I have. What's amazing is the seed isn't even from us. Our no. seed is unlimited. God even. will give it to you. Yes, yeah. exactly. And we're not pulling out of a limited bucket of God for seed. Yeah. So why are we, you know, in other words, I mean, you could sit, I'm, I'm serious about, I am very serious about this. You right now could purpose in your heart, Lord, I want to give a million-dollar seed. I want to give a million-dollar seed. If you purposed in your heart, then God's going to show you how to get that seed supernaturally in your hand. And you might not have $20 in the bank. You know, I mean, you, you might not have anything. God will, God will get that seed in your hand. That's what the Scripture says. I've seen it. I've watched it come into place. You know, just just a few years ago, Nicole and I had never given a five-figure seed. We had just a few years ago. We had never given that. We had given, I think, I think a thousand or two thousand, I think was our highest. Maybe twenty five hundred was our highest. The four four digit seed. That was our highest seed that we had given. I said, we both had it on our heart. Lord, it, we want to give you a bigger seed. We want to give you a bigger seed. So what we did was we purposed in our heart to give a five-figure seed, right? We purposed in our heart to give that to the kingdom of God. Well, the word says if you'll purpose in your heart and you'll be intentional, the purpose in your heart to be a sower of that seed, he said he supplies seed to the sower. That's what it's talking about. And we're not talking about your normal budget. Like what you were saying. This is not coming out of what you have now. Yeah. He, he will give you over and above. This is not seed that you had. Yeah. This is not yeah. seed from normal. He yeah. will increase it, right? Yeah. He will yeah. increase it. And he's, he'll give seed to the sower. In other words, this is seed you didn't have. Yeah. This is seed you didn't have uh, the resources of before. He gives it when you purpose in your heart. Well, it was... So what we did was we said, all right, this is the seed we want to have in our hands. We sowed a smaller seed for the harvest of that large seed. God showed us what to do, and I forget what it was. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was 100 bucks or 500 bucks. you know, believing for a hundredfold return. Could have been somewhere in there. We sowed a seed. I don't remember that one specifically, but we sowed a seed for that. Within months, we had way more than that in our hands. Way more than that. So you sowed a seed. We sowed a seed for a seed. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, planting an apple tree so that I can just take those apples off of that tree and keep planting trees everywhere. And every year I got more trees, you know, right? Perpetual harvest in that way. In other words, we sowed a seed to get a seed, to get a bigger seed. So if you think about that, I sowed, say, two apple seeds to get one tree. Well, I can then take the fruit of that tree. I can take one apple off of it, and I've got 20 seeds in that one apple. 
So now I've got 10 trees I can plant. Yeah. That's how it works. All right, so, uh, and that's just natural, that's natural multiplication, yeah. not heavenly multiplication. Yeah. So that's even limited. Hmm. So then, and you can start to see how big God is, right? Yeah. So then, then what we did was within months, we had way more than that in our hands. And the first thing we thought of is, this is, a, this is our harvest. And now this is our seed. So we immediately mm -hmm. planted that seed into it. You know, you don't take, when God gives you seed, you don't, you don't use it for, you don't eat it. Yeah. You use it for what you believed for, yeah. you know, or else you cut off your supply in that way. So we sowed that immediately, actually that and more. Mm -hmm. And we sowed that and we're able to do it. We're like, I mean, we cried. And we were like, look at what the Lord has done. Like, we believe for that. So you can take you can take that and say, Lord, I want to plant this. He'll show you how to get there. He'll show you the steps to get there. It may be to have that million-dollar seed. He'll give you a business. He'll give you an idea. He'll give you a different, you know, whatever it is. I had, It was interesting. I've never seen this. Just the other day, this seems off topic, but I know... This is on topic because I know that the Holy Spirit's leading it. So just the other day, um, I did a video. I was on my motorcycle, and I was recording it, and so I did a short clip for it, and I stuck it on Instagram and put it on Reels, and that was the first one I'd ever done. And I've never seen this. Legitimately, hey, Pastor Wale, good to see you. Good to see you. Um, I put it on Reels on Instagram, I, I closed up, it was at night, I closed up my iPad, closed the doors, locked the doors, turned the lights off, went, went and brushed my teeth, got ready for bed, laid down in bed, and then I checked it, I, I pulled it open to see if I had any messages or anything. In 10 minutes, that video had been watched 4,500 times. In 10 minutes. What? 10 minutes. Now, what was interesting was by the next morning, it had only been watched another like 50 times, 100 <laughs> times. So they, they, they chopped it. It was promoted, and it hit. It hit. I, had, I had like 40 likes in 10 minutes, and a lot of them were people I didn't know. Yeah. And I had about, in 10 minutes, I had five or six new followers in that. Mm -hmm. Right. And now, you said promoted. You meant naturally promoted. The like, Instagram not, promoted. Not, not like, me. I didn't pay for it. No. Paying. It was just no. natural, organic. Did it like it. But then they cut it off. Now I don't know it, their algorithms. Maybe they don't like me because I preach or whatever. I, I don't know. But they're like, oh, no, we can't let him have that much attention. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. But maybe there weren't enough people that liked the video. Regardless, what I'm saying is look at what, like it inspired me because I thought, Look at what God can do in 10 minutes mm. using the world system. He'll use the world system to get something out there and increase your influence, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. just one example of what can happen. What if you, you actually purpose yourself to give a seed and then God puts favor and grace to make that thing come to pass? What could happen? What business could God give you? What idea could he give you? You know, that could do something like that. Yeah. He could show you, you don't even know what you're doing. You know, now that doesn't mean that you should stay there. We should all grow. We should all grow in the things of God and grow in our skill. That's biblical. So you don't just sit there and be ignorant and say, oh, it's all on God. It's not. He wants you to believe him for the grace to get knowledge. 
right? To get that understanding. But you don't do it by natural things. Well, I just got to go to school. No, go to school, but let God's grace empower you to ace out school and get everything, right? You're doing it and it'll be easy and light. Don't don't think, oh, I'm going to go to school and I just got to I just gotta go through all this. It's going to be hard. No, it's not going to be hard. No. <laughs> yeah. Amen. It's going to be easy and light because yeah. you're going to come to Jesus and, and you're going to pull from his grace. It's not going to be hard. It's going to be yeah. easy. Stop yeah. thinking things are going to be hard. Yeah. Amen. It's not biblical. Yeah. Yeah. I watch people. They've even heard preaching on this. They've heard preaching easy and light, and then they go out and say, oh, this is just going to be so hard. Yeah. God never said it'll be easy. He did say it'd be easy. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew 11, 28 through 30. He said it'd be easy. He said be, he said be easy if you come to him. If you don't do it his way and his ways that are holy, yep. then there's no promise that it'll be easy. But if yep. you'll come to him, it will be. Yep. Amen. So you can see how when, what my point is, look how easy God, that was just a natural thing. What, what happens when God gets involved? Right? What happens when God gets involved? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, now we're talking about unlimited yeah. by His grace. So when we tend to the Word and we pull on His grace for increase of our harvest, yeah. you know, let, let's look at that Second Corinthians nine. I, w- I want to read that verse that you brought up. Second Corinthians chapter nine. And what we'll do is tomorrow we'll start covering the other ways, the eyes and ears and the the heart, mm-hmm. uh, but we want to increase life. We yeah. want the word to work for us. Today, yeah. we're talking about tending to the word, yeah. right? It's uh, exciting. It is it's exciting. So, it's so exciting to, to just have that revelation of being more fo- more seed-oriented yes. instead of just being limited by what we, yeah. like Like that you said, you sowed a seed to get more seed. Yes. Then your harvest just keeps growing exponentially. It's so exciting. Amen. It is. It's very exciting because you start to see, oh, God wants to get involved. Yeah. He wants to get involved in our increase. Yeah. And so, and I'll tell you, if you join this late, go to the beginning of what's the word and listen to it all because there's a thread of logic that the Lord stepped us through to get to a place of great increase. All right. Now, what I want you to see here is this verse 10, 2 Corinthians 9, 10. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply. So he supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed. He'll supply the seed and multiply the seed Mm -hmm. for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness which is what we said, he'll increase the harvest of your righteousness. So just because you're righteous in Christ doesn't mean you have the same harvest, and it doesn't mean that the harvest that you have now is all that you can have. There's a way to increase the harvest, and it's when we purpose in our heart to give God everything, seek first the kingdom of God in our giving and everything that we do, and all these things will be added to you. And in 2 Corinthians 9, we see that when we purpose in our heart, grace will abound. And, and you go back to verse 8, it's all these absolutes about God blessing us. Grace will abound to empower you to increase the harvest. Yeah, It will empower you to have a harvest yeah. like you couldn't have without God's grace in it, yeah. without faith in it. 
without, you know, and so he wants our harvest to increase, and this is tending to the word. When we tend to the word, then what we're seeing is our harvest increase of the word. So when the harvest, when the word wants to bring about healing, we'll see increased healing come through our hands. Mm-hmm. When in, and in our own bodies, we'll mm-hmm. see divine health in our bodies. Yeah. The word wants to bring about protection. We'll see supernatural protection happen around our people. You know, we've had that all throughout the years. You know, tires. One one that I remember the most is where a tire was coming at their windshield. And then about a foot away from the windshield, now that we're talking about a tire flying down the highway at 55 miles an hour, and it's coming down, and it, the Lord, unseen in the natural, the tire raises up over a foot and goes over the car yeah. and doesn't kill everybody in the car. Supernatural protection. Yeah. Supernatural protection. Yep. That happened just a couple of years ago. Yep. And so the Word wants to produce provision in your life. So you'll see an increase of provision. The Word wants to bring about signs and wonders. You'll see an increase of signs and wonders as we tend to God's Word. You know, so, and what does that mean? That means I'm going to get in this Word, and I'm going to tend to it. I'm going to, I'm going to go, after, go after a harvest of what this Word wants to produce. I, the more I'm in this Word, the more I should be a soul winner. The more I'm in this Word, the more I should produce disciples. The more I'm in this word, the more I should have revelation. But I'm not going to have any of that if I don't tend to it. If I don't give attention to it, make it my focus, prioritize it, be intentional about going out. That's why when you hear people say, when you hear people say, and y'all be looking if anybody had any questions. Mm -hmm. um, That's that's why you'll you'll hear people say, oh, well, I've heard this message before. Well, you know, that makes me mad. Well, how co- why not tend to it some more? Yeah. I, I've raised, you know, tomatoes in a garden last year too, but I went out and planted them again. Why? Because I wanted a different, I wanted to harvest this year too. Yeah. As I esteemed it each yeah. year, I would have a harvest each year, and the better I esteemed it, the more the harvest would grow. Yeah. So you've heard the message before. Good. Listen again. There's more life in it. Yeah. Well, tend word, to it. The word is a seed. Yeah. The Bible talks about, is it? Um, Thank you. Yeah. I don't remember where um, you actually spoke on it a few months ago when we were we had that one service where you talked about the enemy coming to steal the word and the word is a seed. So if if we're wanting a harvest on the word, but we're not in it, we're not receiving the seed. Yeah. We have yeah. no seed if we're not in the word. Yeah, that's right. We've got to get that word inside of us, and that is attending to it. We, we've got to look at this. I was reading through Proverbs the other day, and I was seeing some stuff I'd never seen before. I've read Proverbs a bunch of times, you know. and uh, But I was, I was looking at it, and I saw stuff I never saw. It showed me how to do things that I'm doing now that I didn't know a few days ago, but I know now because I was tending to the word when I didn't even know I needed it. Yeah. I'm just doing it. Because he told me to do it. Yeah. Give attention to my words. Tend to my, attend to my word. So I'm going to study it. I'm going to grow in it. I'm going to make sure it's producing. If I'm not producing the fruit that the Bible talks about, winning souls, making disciples, walking in supernatural power, healing miracles, right? Those that lay hands on the sick will cast out devils. They'll, they'll heal the sick and they shall recover, right? Uh, supernatural revelation, 
you know, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, gifts of the Spirit. I should be walking in all the gifts of the Spirit, manifestations of the Spirit. I, if I'm not, it says that it says actually crave those gifts, right? Yeah. It, it says to go after them. It's the one thing where it says covet those gifts. Yeah. Covet them. Yeah. Right. So I'm if I'm not walking in discerning the Spirit, this happened to me a few years ago. I was like. I haven't really seen discerning spirit. Lord, I want to walk in discerning spirit. So I started tending to the word wow. on discerning of spirits more. Guess what started happening? I started having those encounters. Awesome. Yeah. He put me around people that had that gift operating in their life, and then there was then there was the impartation of that. Yeah. So I coveted. So if I'm not winning souls, making disciples, walking in supernatural power, walking in supernatural revelation, re- revelation, Revelation, right? And I'm I'm want to walk in the fruit of the spirit, and the number one fruit is I'm in fellowship with God. Those fruits should be growing and increasing in my life, and if they're not, then I need to get and tend to this word more until those fruits increase. If I don't have those fruits, I'm I'm wasting my time. And it's not biblical fruit. I can go to church every day. I can have a church with a thousand people. But if those fruits aren't growing in me and growing in the church, you might as well throw the church away. Shut it down. Yeah. I'm serious. Shut it down. Yeah. If those fruits are not bringing that about, the fruit, if those churches are not bringing about that fruit, shut it down. Send the people to somewhere where it will be done. Yeah. Right? And if you if you are not having those fruits and you don't want to go after that as a pastor then that's the problem right there. Yeah. You know? Shut it down. You want to hang on to something when it has no fruit in your life. That's wicked. That's wicked. So we, we want to tend to this word. See, yeah. now how did I get to that place? I tended to this word until I saw that fruitfulness was so important that it started, uh, there's no way I can't produce fruit of, of Christ and I can't teach people to produce fruit. I realized if I get up there every week, and even if I'm having fruit in my life, and we're having fruit on Sunday morning, but I get up there every week of my life, and your fruit doesn't increase, and your fruit doesn't increase, I am not fulfilling what a church is, according to New Testament standards. I'm spinning my wheels, because I could do all of that by myself out on the street. I might as well do that. If I'm going to be a pastor called by God, and have a body of Christ that I'm shepherding and tending to, and you're not actually growing, I either need to change me or I need to shut it down. If I'm not willing to change, then I'm a hypocrite. So I, I was not willing to be a hypocrite and not willing to not have fruit in you and in, in, in the people that go to the church. So we must, and this is what tending to the word does. It makes it real. Yeah. And the world needs real. Yeah. Put that in the comments. The world needs real. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you look at it, God's already providing everything that we need to tend to the Word. We just need to tend to it, and the Word will work. Yeah. Um, great point. The, great, the, great point. Uh, God said in Isaiah 55, uh, yeah. Isaiah 55.10, He says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, he says this, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It, it won't return, return it, yeah, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. Yeah. So he's saying in, in what we've been talking about, that's how my word works. He yes. says, I've sent it forth, it's going to produce. Yes. Basically, it's up to us whether it's going to produce in our lives or not. Because yes. God's word is producing whether we partner with it or yes. not. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, you look at the woman with the issue of blood. 
You know, um, all these people are thronging up Jesus. They're all around him. They're all close to him. But she tended to the word. Because, yeah. you know, in Malachi chapter 3, it talks about the son of righteousness yeah. with healing in his wings or healing in his fringes. You've talked yes. You know, and she, and she knew that there's healing in his fringes. If I can just touch the fringe of his garment, I will be made whole. She yes. was tending to the word. And when she reached out, tended to the word, she got a miracle when no one yes. else that was touching <laughs> yes. him, you know, received the miracle. She, she got it because she yeah. tended to the word. She wasn't just yeah. busy. She wasn't just in the right. Heck, all those people were in the right place at the right time. But she was the one who actually yes. received something because she was tending to the word. Mm. That's right. And, wow. and it, you, they you were see, all touching Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you also look at, uh, you know, when they lowered the man down yeah. through the, the roof. The Bible says that the, the power of God was present to heal them. Oh, yeah. yeah to yeah. heal them all. And, and only one person got healed in that meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so one person tended to the word. Oh, I know if I if if we, you know, step out in faith, yeah. we're going to receive it. And they received it. Yeah. yeah. What a difference this makes mm-hmm. then. The, the mindset of, oh, I got to get my Bible reading in today. I got to mm-hmm. get that chapter in. Oh, yeah. This It shows a lack of revelation of what you just said. Yes. It shows yeah. a lack of revelation of the supernatural harvest mm-hmm. of the word being sown yeah. when it's like, I, gotta, I just got to read the word and there's no excitement yeah. and no life in it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And because it's about a relationship with this word. You know, in the interaction with this word, I'm thinking about like a, a farmer that would prune a plant. It's not just going out there and looking at the plant. It's it's taking a harvesting look at it. It's taking a fellowship look at it where it takes each limb and says, okay, this needs to be trimmed here. In other words, it's taking an intimacy with it, not just a uh, corporate look at it, you yeah. know, in that way. No, it's intimate. And that's the way we should be with God and his word, yeah. you know. Um, with him and his word because when we are actually interacting in intimate fellowship with this word instead of just trying to get our bible reading in making a payment of how many minutes or how many verses Mm -hmm. we read um, when we're actually not making a payment but actually giving uh, an intimacy to it we're interacting with the who god is and the character and nature of Mm -hmm. god because this is his character and nature this is him in his promises, it shows us who he is. So we're learning more about him. And that's how the word starts to really work for us and bring about fullness of life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Did we have any questions or anything? I don't think so. We had a lot of comments, a lot of people commenting, but uh, just not specific questions. They were were commenting, though, about what you're saying and repeating it and everything. Yeah. Amen. Well, we love you so very, very much. And uh, we sow this word into you every weekday, and uh, it's our pleasure to do that. If you would like to partner with us, you can partner with us in several ways, three ways specifically that would really, really uh, be beneficial. The first way is pray for us. Pray for this, pray for this broadcast yeah. to break through the worldliness and all the worldly algorithms so that it explodes into people's lives because yeah. it is a life change. The people that have gotten on the broadcast and watched on a regular basis, they've, they've sent in testimonies of how their life has changed. Yeah. We want to get that into more. So pray for us to have wisdom on what to say, to be led by God, led by the Spirit, not by our mind and uh, not by our own uh, self as a, a source. But pray for us. Lift us up. Partner with us in prayer. Second thing is share the broadcast. 
Share it, like, subscribe, hit the bell, the notification so that you get, that's a way to partner with us because the more that you do that, the more it helps us. The third way is you can partner with us uh, in your resources. You can partner with us by coming here, helping us get the broadcast out each day. We yeah. actually need people that will do that. Yep. God will call some people to move here to be a part of this ministry. That It's interesting because we've had an anointing for that for years, and, and I'm really starting to see that doesn't normally happen. Matter of fact, you moved here because the Lord brought you here. You moved here because the Lord brought you here. Uh, Barrett moved here because the Lord brought everybody that's yeah. sitting in this room that's besides not your family. my family yeah. is because the Lord brought them here. So yeah. that's that's revelatory in itself. But um, you see, and and then you can give your resources in finances. You can go to giveww.org and uh, you can sign up where you actually give. You know, once a week or once a month or whatever it is, you can give on a regular basis and partner with us. You can do that at giveww.org, and uh, you're welcome to. You don't have to. We sow this into you. This is who God has partnered with them. Or you can just say, you know what? I want to sow into that message today because I need more of that tending to the word operating in my life, just a one-time gift. You can do that. Facebook, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency, all that stuff's on, on the uh, site there, uh, you can shoot that little code with your phone and it'll take you there. Yes, the QR code is very fancy. I like it using is. it. Yeah, I like <laughs> it too. It makes it easy to go right to the yes. giving page. So yes. anyway, anybody who is sewing, we want to uh, just be a blessing to you and we want to pray. Our job as ministers is to receive seed to get the gospel out to the world, but whoever get, gave it, whoever sowed it, our job is to bless them. Like like Melchizedek did with Abraham. He yeah. blessed him. And so, Lord, right now, every seed that people give, Lord, we sow right now, Father, and we thank you thank for you. it. Lord, let it be blessed, yeah. pressed down, shaken together, running over and multiplied. In the name of Jesus, let that blessing come up now. And, Father, we praise you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Lord, bring about a supernatural harvest and let it be supernaturally quick in the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all get something out of it? Yes. Amen. Great. So tomorrow we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the other three or start on the other three, uh, talking about hearing the word, seeing the word, and then keeping the word. And uh, all of these things, each one's different from mm. each other, and all of them add to how much life we will have the fullness of. Yeah. And mm. it's really simple but the truth is, how many people, now looking at this today, and this is something, you know, I definitely want to keep on here as you're editing it. Think about this. How many people, after we've talked about tending to the Word today, how many people have actually tended to the Word properly, like given it attention in the first place? Secondly, given it attention by pulling on the supernatural grace of God. You know, in other words, I could give it attention but not really be believing for the fullness of God's grace to empower me to a new harvest. So how many people are doing those things correctly? Very few. Very, very, very few. Yeah. So look at how, mu how many people's lives could be changed yeah. simply by making those changes yeah. in their life, yeah. right? Literally. Oh, the Word will work. And literally yeah. one person getting this. We're talking it can change everything. Yeah. 
change their whole life, yeah. which can change millions of lives. Yeah. One person yeah. getting a hold of yeah. it. Amen. It's an important topic. We love you. We'll see you next time. Amen. Thanks for being on with us today. Make sure that you take this broadcast and share it. It is an easy way to get the gospel into the world, and it's a seed that we place in your hand. Ask the Lord what he'd like you to do with it, and then just be obedient. But we will be back tomorrow at 1130 for another episode of Lunch Plus. But before we hop off today, reminder, Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. is here. It's This is the week. He's here in Albemarle, and last night was our night number one of tent meetings. So we will be back tonight at 7 p.m. tonight through Friday so you have a whole bunch of more meetings that you can get to. Make plans to travel in. We know plenty of people that are coming in just for these meetings so we want you to also be a part of what God's doing. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow at 11:30. Have a great rest of your Monday.